Hey, everybody. Welcome back to On the Shelf, a program that is dedicated to helping you get your products into a major big box retailer. As always, I am your host, Tim Bush. And although we haven't said it in a while, this program is sponsored by TLB Consulting, where we have been helping our clients get on the shelf for the past six years. Hey, welcome back to the program, everybody. I am so glad to be back. We have been, whew, we've been out in the trenches for the last couple months fighting the good fight, as I'm sure all of you are, and it has been busy. Not an excuse, not an excuse to leave you guys hanging, but hey, you do what you got to do, right? So we're back anyway, and uh, we have been getting a lot of pricing questions lately. And when I say a lot, I mean everybody that we talk to seems to have some sort of a question as to how to price their products appropriately. And of course, that's one of the things that TLB Consulting that we do. And so we're happy to answer those questions. But I thought I would hit on a specific topic that gets people tripped up now and again. So um, I know that we've talked about it way back at the beginning in our three-part series on pricing, but we're going to be just a little bit more specific uh, about a couple of different issues, and those are related to program costs. Now, program costs, people, are costs that you have to build into your pricing. It's areas that you need to be very careful because if you don't account for it, it's going to end up costing you money. It's going to end up costing you margin. It's not going to be your friend. Okay, leaving these out, ignoring these things, in the end is not going to be your friend. I'm telling you that straight up. It's like if you don't go to the mailbox, there's no bills in there. Believe me, people, there are bills in there. There's bills in your mailbox. Whether you go to there or not, there are bills in there. So you got to go. You got to get the bills out. That's what program costs are. I know it's going to make your margins tighter, but you got to put them in there. So let's talk about four key program costs that you really need to take into account. All right, number one, returns. Now, in the old days, you could sell a product to a retailer and then it was just gone, right? It was off your balance sheet. You got paid for it. Everything was great. You guys, everything was awesome. That's not the way it is today. You kind of still have to baby that thing along and you're responsible for returns. Retailers are no longer responsible for returns. They're no longer just going to buy the product from you and if it gets returned, they're going to eat it. They don't want to do that. And they realized a long time ago that they didn't have to do it. They said, hey, we can pass this cost on to the vendor. They can pay for it. And that's what they do. So here's the key part of that. If you don't account for that in your pricing, you're going to get stuck with it later. And like I said, getting stuck with costs that you don't know are coming later is not good. They're in the mailbox, folks, and they're coming. Okay, so how do you do that? Returns. Depending on what kind of product you have can vary anywhere from 2 to 6 to 8 to 10%. And so take a look at your return percentage on your website. Take a look at your return percentage on Amazon. And depending on what that is, add about 20% of that for your initial return trend if you're going to sell to a big box retailer. So let's say your return percent is, or you're approximating, is going to be about 6%. So you build that into your cost and you accrue that money. Every time somebody pays you an invoice, you take 6% and you put it aside. That way, when they hit you quarterly for your returns that you've received or that they've received on your behalf, you don't actually lose that money. You just pull from your accrual account and bam you can uh, break even. It's not hurting. It's not killing you. 
Okay? You're planning ahead for it. It's like planning ahead for a bill payment, right? Okay, am I making sense? Do you guys got that? So take your current return percent, add 20% to that, and accrue for it with this big box retailer. Once you build up a trend over a couple quarters, you can start to see, am I high or am I low? If you're low and you're not accruing enough, start accruing a little bit more. If you're high, either leave it high and have money in that bank in case something happens, or bring your accrual percent down and don't put as much money in the bank. Number two, freight. A lot of retailers are wanting you to pay for freight these days. They're wanting their product delivered. That means that you're going to pay the freight all the way to the retailer or the retailer's warehouse or the retailer's depot. So you need to include that in your pricing model. Okay. A lot of times I will quote pricing FOB my warehouse. Okay. So I don't include pricing. I'm assuming, I want to assume that the buyer is actually, or the buyer, the company is actually going to pay the freight. They're going to pick it up at my warehouse and they're going to flow the freight themselves. I know they get better rates than I do. So that's what they should do. So I always quote it FOB my warehouse. Now, if they come back to me and say, hey, we want that to be a delivered quote, okay, well, then they automatically know that I have to go back and requote them because they know that I didn't quote it with freight included the first time. It gives me an opportunity to go back and requote. Making sense? So then you go back, and what I do, if I'm looking at a nationwide retailer, I will probably quote myself three different prices east coast mid and west coast and then i'll cost average it to see what i want to charge them nationwide and what i want to include in my pricing okay so if if you don't have freight included in your pricing model you need to put it in there you need to get it in there if you you can always take it out if they're going to pick it up at your warehouse but you want to have that in there just in case you're going to need it hey big boxers Just a quick announcement from TLB Consulting. Are you looking to scale your business this year? Are you looking to get your products on the shelf of a retailer this year? Well, guess what? Booking a coaching call with me has never been easier. I know based on the past 10 years of working with clients that it can be difficult to be a solopreneur. It can be difficult to scale your business into territory that you've never been to. That's why I have opened up more slots this year than I've ever done before. One of my goals this year is to work with more clients, more solopreneurs, more big boxers looking to get their products into retail than ever before. I wanna work directly with you and share my experiences over the last 25 years of getting products into retail. I wanna share those experiences with you. I wanna talk to you from a place of somebody who's been there and I wanna help you get to where I've gone. Like I said, it's never been easier. All you have to do is go to tlbconsulting.com, click on consulting and then choose the time or the bundle that you want and get it scheduled. Let's kick off 2020 with a bang. Let's get you the information that you need. I'm looking forward to meeting you. All right, number three, MDF. Now, MDF stands for Marketing Development Fund. It's important. Okay, this is another thing, by the way, 
that retailers used to do. They used to promote your product. They were excited about it. You sold them a product. They liked it. They put it on the shelf. They put it in their advertisements, and, and they talked about it. But these days, they don't want to do that either. That's up to you also. So you have to promote your product. You have to pay to get it in their circulars. You have to pay to be part of their social campaign or email blasts. And so where are you going to come up with that money? Where's that money coming from? Right? you got to accrue for that too. So if you have 6 to 8% built into your pricing and you're accruing that, so every time you get paid, 8% goes into a bucket so that you uh, are available when key promotional opportunities come your way. If you're selling your product to Costco and they have a multi-vendor mailer opportunity coming up or an email blast coming up, you don't have to say, geez, you know, little Jenny doesn't get to go to college uh, because we got to pay for this email blast. No, you've been accruing for that all year. You get to pull that money out of the bank and that's what you use to pay for it. But it's got to be in there. You got to account for it. It can't just wait to the last minute because when you do, that money's coming out of your own pocket or you won't be able to take advantage of the opportunity. And believe me, when big retailers like Costco or Target put real big money behind their advertising, circulars and mailers and email blasts, that's going to affect your sales in a huge, huge way. You don't want to not be able to take advantage of it, okay? So accrue that money. Last, this is also initialed MDF, but it's a different one. It's markdown funds. If your product slows down and is not selling, heaven forbid, okay? We're not doing doom and gloom here, but we do have to account for the eventuality that there could be some locations that are selling it slower than others. Your retailer might come back to you and say, hey, I need some markdown money. Again, they're not going to take the hit for the fact that your product's not selling. They're coming to you to take that hit. And how do you handle that? You build it into your pricing. You get it into your pricing. You make sure that you've included that. And so in a roundabout way, the retailer is really paying for your markdown money because you built that into your pricing and you've been accruing for that. So when they come to you and say, hey, these three stores aren't selling it, we'd like a $10 markdown of this, you're like, no problem. No problem. Let's go for it. Let's get that product moved out. You want to make it seem like you are always on their side. Check that. You don't want to make it seem like you do want to be on the side of the retailer. You do want to be on, on the side of selling your product. You do want to be taking care of your own returns. Okay, because that's how you stay in there. It's the people, it's the vendors that are like, what? I, oh, I, can't, I don't have any money to mark down my product. What? I have to take returns? What are you talking about? Okay, that's not us, right? We're prepared. We're professional. We are expecting them to come to us for markdown dollars. We are expecting that we're going to have to deal with return percentages. We are expecting that they're going to pick our product to be in a key promotional opportunity. And when they do, it's not a problem. It's not an issue. We're not going to, uh, uh, you know, we're not going to uh, a loan shark for some money. No, we already have that, and it's not a big deal. That's what buyers love. They want to go to their vendors and they want them to say, yeah, no problem. We got that. We're done. Yeah, we're good. We'll take advantage of that. Happy to be part of that promotion. Oh, that was our return percentage. We're going to work on that, but no problem. Do you see what I'm saying? Be prepared. Don't not include this thinking that it's not going to happen to you. I hear that all the time. Oh, you know what? I'm not going to worry about the returns right now. Yes, you do need to worry about the returns right now. Yes, you do want to worry about promotional money. Yes, somebody is eventually going to come to you for markdown money. That's going to happen. And you need to be prepared. 
I say it again and again, right? What? You need to be professional. You need to think ahead. You need to be prepared. That's what buyers want. That's what they look for. That's what keeps your product on the shelf of those retailers day in and day out. Am I hammering this home enough? I'm a little bit excited to be back. So, and this is our first podcast back. So I'm a little jumpy, a little excited. I apologize if I'm jumping all over the place, but I think that you're getting the overall message here. Don't leave this stuff out of your pricing model. If you have trouble pricing your product, or if you could use a template on our website, there's a great template for pricing your product. There's places for all your program costs. If you need our advice, feel free to give us a call. Happy to help. Okay. There are resources. Hey, if you like the podcast, please share it out there. Let people know. Share it on your social. Have your friends share it. If you have a question, you have a comment, you want to talk to us, reach out to us on Twitter at TLB Consult. Reach out to us on Facebook, TLB Consulting. Reach out to us uh, via our website, TLBConsulting.com. Thanks so much. It's uh, great to reconnect with you. Great to be back. Again, leave us a comment. Leave us a question. If you have a different view on things, please leave it for us. Happy to discuss it. And uh, until next time, guys, we'll look forward to seeing your products on the shelf.